0: Welcome back to Sacred Arts Channel, where we discuss topics from the practical to the sacred. Today we have a topic that is heavy on my mind as a small business owner. Treva Graves joins us today to discuss personal branding. Treva is the founder and CEO of Bloom Personal Branding and a global personal brand strategist. She's collaborated with numerous high-profile individuals, including best-selling authors, politicians, and executives aiding them in enhancing their influence, impact, and credibility. Treva combines short-term strategies with long-term vision to bolster her client's professional reputation. She's the best-selling author of Self-Doubt, Detox, Five Steps to Beat Your Bully, and Bloom Confidence, which topped charts upon its 2023 release. An expert in communication and confidence, she has penned articles for major global websites and has been a regular presence on media platforms, including Fox, CVS, Kelloland Living, where she served as an image and etiquette specialist. Welcome, Treva. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Oh, uh, we're so happy to have you. I am especially interested in this topic and you know one of the first thing that comes to mind because you know i'm in the spiritual sector i have a lot of friends and um listeners that are also trying to find their way in the small business world how can Mm -hmm. personal branding empower women specifically in the small business sector
1: yes Such a good question. And, you know, personal branding really has become kind of the hot topic um, of this this year. Um, It's been around for a while since the late 90s, but um, more and more um, it's just become this question of what is it and how can it help me in my business, in my career, in my job? Um, You know, what is it and what do I need to do? And really, personal branding is all about self-awareness. So it's, first of all, discovering who you are, you know, wh- what are your strengths, your passion, your values, your purpose, and sort of crafting this story about yourself to share with the world. So personal branding really is about creating this energy. Um, about becoming self-aware of who you are sharing it with your specific audience and telling your story and that's really what sets you apart from from other people that may be in the same you know business or sector as you are it's about creating your story and building those connections
0: Hmm. It sounds so simple, but (laughs) yet I know I've tried to do that. It, when we go down that rabbit hole, we, we tend to sometimes overthink things and we start to see what other people are doing and maybe start Mm -hmm. to try those things. What would you say to somebody that's trying to plant their personal brand and trying to come up with that story? Or are there any simple strategies that they can use?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, if you're comparing yourself to somebody else, I kindly ask you to stop (laughs) because there is no one else on this earth like you. And, um, you know, to try to be somebody else or to kind of copy what they're doing out there, that is not being authentic. And we've learned um, through research and recent studies on personal branding, it's that people want to do business with people they like, follow, trust, um, and that they have something in common with. I mean, I could go to the store and buy soap, (laughs) and there's all these different kinds of soaps out there, but what makes me choose that soap? it it could be or a service you know i could go to different um hairstylists or therapists or whoever they may be but what is it that makes me choose the person i choose and it truly goes back to um who they are what their story is it's that human emotion and connection and that is how we see consumers today out in the marketplace, making their decisions. It used to be that people would go to a company because they had this big brand and it's like, oh, if they worked there, then they must be. They must be someone I could like or do business with. But the, but the world has changed and we see now that it's not necessarily about the company. It is about the person you work with in that company. And so that's that's kind of where we're at um today. So it's it's really crafting the story. I'm gonna I'll probably talk a lot about your story and how to share that story um today. But if you can create human connection with your audience or with your avatar or your customers, that is where um you're going to see a big change in in who you're working with and who your customers are.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy to hear you reflect that because a lot of the times when I'm either leaving a job or you know leaving a team, one of the things that I always tell people is like, If you know of anybody that needs a jazzy, let me know, right? And Uh I don't go through like my resume, but they know what it's like to work with me. They know what it's like to experience me in partnership and teamwork and what I bring to the table. So um, I can highly identify with that.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes, definitely.
0: I am wondering um, what specific challenges do women face when developing a personal brand for their small business and how can they navigate these challenges?
1: Yeah, well, I've worked with a lot of uh, women entrepreneurs. That's kind of my specialty, women leaders, women entrepreneurs. And there are a few things that come to mind. Um, First of all, I find that women are... Are afraid of not being liked. And so they are so afraid to put themselves out there because they think it's self promotion. And you know what? In a way, it it is. You have to be visible, you have to have um, you know, that confidence in yourself to, to, to do it, whether it's in person whether it's at a speaking engagement on social media on your website wherever you are and so that fear of being liked is is one of the the challenges i see um the another thing is you know women are afraid to share their accomplishments they they they're fearful of it's like hey look at me you know i've i've done this i've done that i graduated from here i mean we have to really take stock of our um of our accomplishments and use that as to fuel your confidence, but also, gosh, don't be afraid to, to share that. Um, we have to, it, it, that's just one way for me. Um, you know, if I'm having a down day for whatever reason and self doubts kind of creeping in my brain and that imposter is saying, you're not good enough. You're never going to make it. Um, one of the things I tell you is to think about the things that you've done and be proud of those accomplishments. Um, self-doubt is such a huge thing that holds uh women back and men too. Um, but I, I think I read a, a recent study, like 80% of people wake up every day with self-doubt in their brain. And that is That is so unfortunate. Um, It's just we're thinking with the wrong side of our brain. We have to stop listening to the negative and start focusing on the positives and all of the things that you have your knowledge um, and your passion and share it with your audience, because guess what? They want to see you and they want to hear from you. So share it.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. You know, that really hits home for me, all of those. Um, But in particularly being so afraid, like paralyzed almost Mm -hmm. that I won't be liked. Are there any specific um, methods or something that you coach people through to be able to kind of let go of that? Um, I think it's a visceral type of reaction, right? It's something that's embedded in us somehow, Um, how do you coach somebody to be able to like move to the other side of the spectrum where it's like, it's okay if people don't like this, but this is who I am. Mm.
1: Yes. Um, focusing on the people that don't like you. I mean, here's, here's an example. So, you know, let's just say there's, there's 10 people in your life. Okay. That, that, um, maybe you're, you're, you're around, you're surrounded by these 10 people. Nine of them may love you. One of them might not like you so much. And what does our brain do? It goes immediately to that one person who doesn't like you. That's because our brains from birth are wired for negativity, believe it or not. I mean, that's that's so unfortunate. Um, not to get all neuro on you, but we have the power to change that because our brains are have um, plasticity. We can rewire our brains by thinking positively versus negatively. And so, like I said earlier, if if you can focus on the nine people that like you, let go of that other one because it 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 doesn't matter. Focus on on the people and surrounding yourself with people that love you, your cheerleaders, your mentors. And, um, you know, another thing too, is if you don't believe in yourself, who will, right? It starts with you and believing in yourself is truly a choice. You know, we have a choice every day to get up and be positive and have a great day, (laughs) or maybe not so have a great day, (laughs) but (laughs) make the choice to, um, to be positive. And it starts with the belief system of I am good enough. I am worthy. I am strong. I'm standing in my power. And, um, for those people who, who don't support me that that's okay. That's okay. But I'm going to, I'm going to hang out with the people that do like me and I'm going to educate my, my customers, um, with the, the thought leadership or the education that I can give them to help them. I'm here to serve my customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the thing that comes to mind is energy flows where your attention goes. Yes. Yeah. And it's so true because I do tend to, focus on the things that are not liked about me or the one person that doesn't like me. And that you, that, you know, that shows in the way that I show up and, um, but as soon as I start to have this gratitude and this relationship Mm. and reciprocity with those that are for me that are, you know, with the same energy, then things kind of open up and it starts to become easier.
1: Oh my gosh, yes. The word gratitude that you just said. So, oh, I love that word. I love that word. Yes. Um, that that will just help you um, be more authentic in the connections that you make and, and really um, taking to heart that by expressing your gratitude towards the people that truly do love you and want you to win and be your cheerleaders. Mm
0: -hmm. Those
1: are the people that you want in your life.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I want to go back a little bit on the um, storytelling. um, Yes. Such a huge portion of personal branding. Right. And for specifically for women entrepreneurs, Mm-hmm. How might they harness their unique stories and experiences to shape something that's compelling and, you know, to bring their brand forward in their narrative?
1: Yes, yes. and this is this is the really the core of of personal branding is sharing your story. And it really goes back to,, um, you know, what have you gone through in your life? that now you've come out on the other side from. I mean, we all love the kind of the rags to riches story. Somebody who falls down, picks themselves and and picks themselves up and, you know, now they're having success. Now, it doesn't mean we all have tragic stories or anything like that, but there's a reason why you're doing what you're doing. Um, and that's where your story, um, that's where your story lies. It's if you can take that story and show your vulnerability, you know, Brene Brown talks a lot about uh you know, vulnerability and overcoming shame and all of those things. Um, but if you can share your story in a in a vulnerable way um, and and putting yourself out there saying, you know what? I have been in your shoes. Here's my story. Here's how I overcame it. But now I want to help you. I want to help you overcome it. Um, so being able to just share your vulnerable side, give them your why. You know, your why is really, uh, it's it's why you're doing what you're doing today. There's always a story behind the why. And so um, it doesn't matter what business you're in. Uh, if if you're selling products, a service, an idea, uh, a blog, you know, whatever it is, it's sharing the story. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm really
0: curious because right now I'm having this moment in my, in my business where I'm really wanting to share my whole person, right? So many Mm -hmm. women, juggle their roles as business leaders caregivers partners i myself right i have a nine to five or i'm a leader at a tech company Um, Mm -hmm. i'm an executive at a tech company i'm also a reiki practitioner i want to i want to And the way that i share my story is this is what happened i fell apart in corporate because I was sobbing to work every single day and some, a piece of me was missing. And this is how I became whole again, but I'm still in the corporate world and I'm still doing this. And I found myself having this fragmented story of like, yeah, I'm really successful over here, but I'm also doing this thing where I'm helping people and empowering people, but also I'm a golfer and I'm, and I'm also a wife and I enjoy my, my time as a wife. Like, (laughs) How can we integrate these multifaceted roles into our personal brand without feeling fragmented?
1: Sure. Oh, gosh. That could be an entire day-long workshop. (laughs) Um, But um, I guess it's really going back to your values and, and your mission and what your purpose is. One of the things to remember when you're building your personal brand, um, first of all, your brand evolves and changes just like you do. So it doesn't mean like, okay, today I'm this, but five years from now, I could be something different, you know, Mm -hmm. so it will grow and change as you do. Um, But if you're trying to reach a specific audience, you know, like for me, uh, you know, my audience is women uh probably you know 40 years on up who are in leadership or an entrepreneur. Maybe she's a coach or, or an author as well, but she wants to get um you know her her um her message out there. So I, I have a specific avatar or audience that I'm trying to reach. And so your brand can't be too um all over the place you really kind of have to niche it down um what is the core message that you're trying to share with your about you um to help others and so for example so my message i'll just share mine and it's it's niched down to what did i overcome when i was young um I suffered from extreme self doubt and insecurity. I was bullied. I was in a horrible marriage. I was bullied as a child. Um, I just, my self esteem was, I felt like, you know, crouching under a chair and not coming out. But I did the work. I I became confident. And the core of what I do, even though I do personal branding, uh, uh, the core of what I do is i teach people how to believe in themselves so that's really my message my brand is i want people to look at me and say that's the lady who can help me be confident oh and by the way she can help me with my personal brand but it's it's so really niching down your message is crucial um so you're reaching the right audience or 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 customer. I mean, we can, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. Um I'm not married to that mean man that I <laughs> had in my previous my previous younger days, but I'm now married to a wonderful man. But um it's you know, we're all we're moms, we're we're um volunteers. You know, we're leading com- committees, we're doing all these other things. But um, as far as, and and you can talk about that, you can talk about that in your content and how you share yourself, but there's got to be a core message that really is the thread that runs through everything you talk about and everything you do. That's where you're going to find the most success in if you're trying to you know build your customer base um or or you know move up the ladder it's there's a phrase somebody told me once it's like treva if you have diluted focus you're going to have diluted results mm-hmm. and so you need to to have that core message about yourself figured out
0: <laughs> i love that that's wonderful thank you for sharing that yeah I'm also curious: How can women use their personal brand to navigate networking opportunities in a way that feels authentic and effective? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, first of all, um, if you when you're going out or when you're networking, I mean, I'm in different you know networking groups, but I'm always choosing the ones that will benefit me in in re- in reaching my audience to share my message. So I'm very, very selective on on groups that I join because you could join hundreds and hundreds of groups, but you can't you can't give yourself to everything, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, be very selective about about groups you join um, you know, getting active in in your community, uh, you know, those are, you know, I, I do chamber type. If your community has a chamber of commerce, it's getting out and networking and going to some of those types um, of events. Um, there's all kinds of like LinkedIn has groups, you know, I'm in the personal brand network on LinkedIn. I think I'm also in one something. It's called em- with emotional intelligence. Um, so there's lots of groups, and 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 if you commit to them, be really active in those groups because that's where you're going to make more connections and um, and build your credibility. And who knows where that may lead? Um, you know, a podcast guest, or um, you know, getting interviewed for for a publication or a website or something. So yes, networking is important, but make sure it's um, it's ones that serve your purpose, serve your purpose.
0: It's really interesting. You talked a lot about digital networking. Is the physical networking still a thing these days or has that kind of like changed after COVID? Can you, yeah. can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yes. I think that, um, you know, in-person networking definitely is still relevant. Uh, even going to conferences, you know, conferences have kind of come, you know, they've, the pendulum has swung back now where people are anxious and excited to go to conferences instead of sitting in front of their computer. I mean, those are perfect places uh, to network Um, and going to the mixers and things, you know, in your community. Absolutely. But yes, digital networking has become massive. And I think, I think there's a there's a place for, for all of it. Um it's just you probably will need to pick and choose, you know, how much or how little you choose to um be involved in them. I think a healthy mix um is good. Okay. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. Are there any particular elements of like visual branding that resonate more with businesses ran by women, given like today's social and cultural landscape?
1: Yes. Well, when you're choosing your, uh, you know, your visual branding, um, I, I hired someone to, to do that for me. And, um, I guess I can kind of just use myself because that's, that's probably the easiest way for me to explain it. But, you know, when you think about your logo, um, you know, I thought a lot about my hobbies, um, you know, what could I kind of incorporate into it? Colors I like, fonts I liked. Um, and, you know, one of the, like my hobbies, I love flowers. I always love to have flowers around. And so in my logo um, is is a flower. It's a peony, actually, because that's my favorite flower. And bloom just sort of came about from this flower. It's growing, thriving, achieving, flourishing. And that's what I want to help people with. I want to help them grow, thrive and achieve success. So flowers were a great way for me to incorporate some of my personal interests into my logo. Um, so, so that's important to kind of think about, um, you know, and then you, of course, color schemes, um, you know i have i have some reds some kind of magenta there's some pink in there of course reds are more of a power color pinks are definitely more feminine but it kind of all just went together with my vision for what i wanted to do and and my clients which are primarily 90% women of course you can do a lot with fonts too you know there's there's elegant fonts which are more feminine, you know, and then there's those bigger, bolder fonts. So you kind of have to think about what is your brand personality? Um, And that just goes down to really who you are. You know, if you're this big, bold, and um, uh, I don't know if loud is the right word, but just kind of this bigger personality, you might want to use fonts that are, um, you know, more magnificent looking. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of wanted a more modern take um, with a little bit of a feminine there. So um, having a creative uh, director to help you with that is, um, is that's how I would do it because I could have never figured out all of that just mm-hmm. by myself. <laughs> yeah, so yes, absolutely. being consistent. So if, if throughout everything, all of your... You know, your website and colors and fonts and logos and content, it it all needs to sort of weave together. Um, so that's why having a digital person who specializes in that is is great to to have in your back pocket
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely and I find that a lot of the platforms these days um, has some of those capabilities to allow you to be consistent so you know everything on my website or you know I have a certain color scheme and then if I go over to like my email provider they allow me to also input my same color scheme and all that good stuff Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. I love your story about your logo because I kind of did the same thing on my own yeah. um, with my logo. My logo is a feminine tree. Like it's a shape of a, a woman woman in a tree. Yes. And she's in this circle on top of like what looks like the evil eye with like the moon. And I'm, I have this affinity with the moon. And what I was trying to convey in that is like very, like I'm very grounded and this is mm-hmm. a place for healing. This is a place- to be able to come and be vulnerable and, um, it's very feminine. Right. And so, uh, much like your logo, I wanted to convey what it was that people were going to get out of this. And I love that you incorporated bloom in there because the, the first thing that I think of is like, oh, I'm going to bloom
1: into this
0: confident person. Right. So yeah, I love that. Yes.
1: Thank you. Of course. Yeah. So those little things, um, you know, there's, there's color psychology, there's psychology mm-hmm. in everything we do. And, um, you know, whether you think about it or not, um, you know, subconsciously, your customers, you know, that they do take that all in. So yeah, <laughs> um, really use do. whatever you can to, to your advantage. And it's like, what do you want to be known for? You know, your message, of course, but you know, hopefully when they, when they look at your logo, my logo, they think of, Oh yeah. Okay. That's, that really does make sense for her.
0: Mm -hmm, You know, I can see
1: why she chose that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes.
0: I'm really interested, interested to know because, you know, being a woman in any industry, let alone a business owner, how can women entrepreneurs use personal branding to kind of counteract some stereotypes or biases that we might in, you know encounter in any industry.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's another big one. I think I think building a very strong online presence um is important. It helps, you know, build your reputation. Um it can help um attract people that are like-minded like how you are um and it can create some you know just some really valuable uh connections and it's a way to to um i think for female entrepreneurs to really empower um others by sharing your experiences providing mentorship creating opportunities for collaboration um you know kind of building that sense of of community uh you know you could start a private facebook page or open up a mighty networks um uh account uh, i don't know if you're familiar with that but yeah. where you can like invite people in and just have some of those you know private conversations but highlighting your unique qualities, um, accomplishments, achievements, highlighting their skills in your groups um, can kind of, um, um, you know, they, those types of things can challenge those preconceived notions and things. But um, I think really just empowering others. I mean, we, we as women, we have to, (laughs) we have to be strong together and I always wondered it's like why do women and I don't know I wish I had the answer and it's it's probably somewhere along the lines of jealousy or something but it's like why is it that women tear tear each other down sometimes and 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 it's probably because they're comparing themselves or or jealous of of their success or something but you know you don't ever really see men doing that and it's just we have to stay strong together and I believe that every accomplishment that a woman makes is really a win for us all. I really do.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I am a firm believer that empowered women empower other women. Yes. And uh, I think that that's kind of the crux of it. Like when when you asked that question, some of it came up like, oh, they just need to do a lot of self-work, shadow work inner work right um i don't think it also um is just with women because i i have seen it in men too it it just it just appears in a different way
1: (laughs) yes yes yeah Yeah. but we i think i think as a whole we're getting better i I hope um we just need to stay we need to stay on on that course i agree yeah Yeah. (laughs)
0: Uh, you mentioned earlier that, you know, our personal brand might not be the same in five years. It's going mm-hmm. to evolve. It's going to change. Mm-hmm. As our businesses grow and we evolve, how can women ensure their personal brand remains consistent yet flexible to these
1: changes? Mm-hmm. Oh, that is another good question. Um, you know, I mean, life happens things change, people change, uh, jobs, careers change. I mean, you know, I think I read somewhere, uh, the average person changes careers seven times, mm-hmm. you know, in, in their life. Uh, and, and I think people are changing jobs now more than ever. Uh, you know, the average length of someone staying at a job is less than two years now. And so, um, you know, I don't think as a person, that through line that I keep talking about the message, you know, like my message, believe in yourself. Um, you know, I think for me, I I don't know how that would ever change for me. It could, but um, we may have to, of course, create, um, how do I say this? Maybe like different uh, you know different content you know how are we going to i think your message can stay the same but i think you may have to change uh some of the the strategy that you use to connect with your new audience whatever that may be um so i don't think like i don't know this is a this is a hard one but you yeah. don't necessarily change your message and, and always staying true to your authentic self, you know, never trying to be somebody else or copy somebody else, but, um, but growing and changing is a, it's a normal part of life. And so sometimes we may just have to tweak things a little bit um, as long as you're just staying true to yourself. Yeah, absolutely.
0: I'm curious, do you have any examples of um, female entrepreneurs who have effectively leveraged personal branding to elevate their small businesses? And what can we learn from their journeys?
1: Gosh, when I think of women entrepreneurs um, in general, you know, I think of people like you know big time like oprah you know who who <laughs> quite honestly is is the queen of personal branding because i mean she came from enormously humble means struggles uh to becoming a self-made billionaire i mean if she can do it anybody can do it <laughs> mm-hmm. uh but she's someone you know read her story sometimes it it is it is truly um an amazing story. Um, you know, even someone like, a, a, you know, Greta Thunberg, mm-hmm. who was this teen, teenager who had a passion about climate, the climate and climate change. Look how she's evolved and changed. I mean, some of these women, you may love them, you may not like them too much. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. But it's, it's amazing how you've seen them grow and change too. Um, so, you know, she was she was young uh, a few years ago. Now she's blossomed into this lovely young woman who who still speaks out on it has has you know has a huge following. Um, you know, another person I think of is these are all big name people, but like Sarah Blakely who developed Spanx, uh, <laughs> you know. She just had an idea uh, who, you know, one day just cut the bottoms off of her nylons because she was hot and didn't want to have her feet sweating in pumps. And all of a sudden now, you know, she she created this, you know, billion dollar company and sold it for billions of dollars. But um, gosh, if you have an idea, um, I you know, I I would don't don't sell yourself short, pursue it, check it out, um, you know, do some surveys, watch Shark Tank. I mean, <laughs> I mean, there's, you know, it, 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 never sell yourself short because some of the the strangest ideas uh, have turned out to be very successful, uh, successful businesses. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. There's so many out there.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing that from your perspective. Um, So I just wanted to give a little bit of time to maybe share with our audience what you're up to these days. Where can they find your book?
1: um,
0: How can they, you know, reach out or follow you?
1: Yes. Well, thank you so much uh, for having me today. Um, So you can find me at bloompersonalbranding.com. And there you will learn all about me and all about the things that I do that can help you uh, build your confidence and your brand. Um, Some of the exciting things that are happening right now, I just uh, published uh, my book. I've got a couple of books on Amazon, but this one hit the bestseller list. It's called Self-Doubt Detox, like you mentioned earlier. That is available on Amazon and on my website. And uh, coming up for 2024, um, I am holding two confidence retreats for women. Um, This information will be coming out very soon. So stay tuned to uh, my website for more information. But they are in one weekend is in February and another one is in March. And it is called Flourish. And um, we're accepting a very small number of women for each retreat. And you're going to come and learn all kinds of ways to look and feel confident, lots of self love. We're going to do all kinds of really fun activities um, with that. Um, so I'm really excited about that because this is something very new for me. And um, uh, it just, I, I love keeping. Uh, things very intimate. I just feel like that's a really good way to bond and, and, um, have wonderful connections and make lifelong friendships. So that's exciting. And if you want to join my email newsletter, I send, um, a newsletter out once a week with a little daily dose or a weekly dose, excuse me, of inspiration. Um, so just reach out to me at, um, Treva at bloompersonalbranding.com and I can get you added to the list. I'm on LinkedIn, um, Instagram, and Facebook. Those are my three platforms. I can't do them all. <laughs> so if you just look me up under Bloom Personal Branding, I'm there. So I hope you'll I hope you'll join join me on the confidence retreat or or choose to get my email or buy my book. Um, that would be awesome.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom today. I'm actually going to link all of that down below to make it easy for our listeners to be able to get in contact and check out your conference or your, um, your retreats for next year and yeah. your book as well. And so thank you so much. We hope to have you back again on Sacred Arts in the future to continue this conversation. And thank you for sharing your wisdom and joining us today. Thank you so much. This has
1: been a lot of fun for me.
0: Yes, absolutely. I learned a ton. For all our listeners, if you enjoyed today's content, uh, please drop a comment or a little emoji down below. Um, That will help us with the algorithm. Uh, Also subscribe and like, and we will see you on the next episode.